Good, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great day with Mike Husson, and we hope that you're having a great day and you're having a progressive week. And hope you're working on your business plans. Please check realprofitbuilders.com. There is a link there for a package. And please do not get overwhelmed by what you see there. The simplicity of it all is that the business plan is just simply a working document to help you get from point A to point B. And we hope that you're going to be working on that. And if you had any questions or, excuse me, have any questions, uh, even though you're not coaching with me or you are coaching with me, we're going to talk about that. However, please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about your plans and you want me to review it for you. More than happy to make that happen because I want to make sure that you guys have the very, very best in front of you and the very best results for yourself. And I hope that's what you want for yourself as well. So today, we're going to focus a little bit on that because I think the important thing that we have to come across and understand is, you know, why is it that we are in a lot of times what I like to call a creative avoidance behavior why aren't we doing the things that we set out to do, especially when we're creating these plans and we're working on them and we have a lot of goals and we have a lot of dreams and we want to have a lot of achievement in our life and we want to get results and we want to make some money and we want to change people's lives, including our own. And we get into this mode of creative avoidance behaviors and we want to look very carefully because especially on your business plans, you guys are going to, there's a schedule outline there for you to fill in what your what your ideal schedule should look like and um, and it's important that you guys get a handle on this now and you have to face the truth as to what it is that is keeping you from actually taking specific actions that lead you towards production activities that are most important in your business activities that as you're building your enterprise here that it makes sense that you're doing specific things <clears throat> at specific times throughout the day that lead you towards an end result. Remember, real estate and any kind of sales process really is a series of events that take place in order to achieve a specific outcome or a specific goal. Again, let me repeat that. Real estate or any sales profession is a series of events that must take place in order to achieve a specific outcome or goal. And in our business, we have certain things that must take place in order for us to get the outcomes that we want in a specific order in the ideal sense. Okay, I know it's not always going to be perfect. We're not selling widgets here. We're selling people and we're helping them to achieve a goal. So it's not going to always be perfect, but if we can maintain about a good 75, 80% of the time working towards that end, I believe that you guys can be super agents. You can be, you know, as I've been talking about the last couple of days, you can gain these superpowers of what these top producers are doing and get the outcomes that they're getting. And I know it's available to all of us and just keep your mind in that place. So what I want you to do today <clears throat> is you're taking notes on this, or you're going to listen to this recording later, um, take out a piece of paper and I want you to uh, line out. I'm going to reverse engineer uh, what we want to, where we want to go as far as high quality money-making activities versus poor quality activities. High quality money-making activities versus the poor quality activities. 
because there is a distinction here and we're going to I'm going to go through that list here and most of the time this will apply to all of us in this business okay so I want you to think about these things and I want you to take a look at them and as I've always told you make sure that you're on a scale of 1 to 10 where are you in each one of these areas so what I want to kind of do today is reverse engineer our outcome starting from that and reverse engineer back to what we should be doing to get to that outcome and I'm going to start very number one thing here is a very high payoff activity a very high payoff activity number one is presenting a valid offer to a seller if there's nothing more important than anything that's one that's the one thing right there we want to present a valid offer to a seller this is a high quality so we're going to make this list and the other side i'm going to go through the poor quality activities and then you'll put them side by side but the first one is presenting a valid offer to a seller point number two a high quality money making priority for us is working and getting on to a qualified listing appointment getting on to a qualified listing appointment now you might say well Mike what about buyer presentations or buyer offers and stuff like that that's not a problem absolutely that's a getting in front of a buyer if you're going to be working with buyers and sitting down and doing a high quality consultation with them is equally as important as doing a high quality listing presentation the uh, the other but, but taking the two apart the listing is the most valuable of the two because listings are where we want to be in the most ideal world of our business because that's where we have most control of our lives and we can spend a lot of time uh, doing the doing the things that help us to grow and this is one of them is being in front of a qualified appointment with a seller and then obviously a buyer so that's point number two in reverse engineering this process how do we now get to those appointments well the next thing we have to do is set appointments okay we have to be able to set a qualified appointment and you have to be able to make the call you have to be able to decipher is this person going to be a quality call or is it going to be a quality appointment and can I invest my time there but we got to set the appointments guys and we got to figure out when we are speaking with people when you're out there and we'll get to the point in a second here but when you're prospecting and you're looking for people we've got to be, have the ability to actually set the appointments not enough to just talk to people and introduce yourself and present the value that you have to do we have to now close them and say hi when would be a good time for me to come by and show you exactly what we can do to get you to where you want to go give me a few minutes and we'll go over that if what i say makes sense and you feel comfortable and confident that'll be fantastic and if not that's okay too when would be a good time today for us to get together at four or would six o'clock be better for you we have to create that understanding first of all that we have to set the appointments while inside of that we have to have the understanding of how do we set those appointments very very important distinction point number four okay in this reverse engineering is ideally we want to sell our own listings okay we want to do whatever we can to sell our own listings you know selling your own listings is very possible a good percentage of the time not a not a 70 or 80 percent of the time that might be in some cases for some of you i don't know that but what i do know if we can get about 15 20 25 percent of the time we're selling our own listings that's an incredible valuable use of our time and it's an incredibly 
high money-making activity that we can spend it. So how do we do that? We just have to think, what are we doing to actually expose the properties that we have listed and who are we reaching out to to get that to happen? In other words, what activities can we do to actually cause people to come to us and write an offer on one of our own listings so we can get both sides of the transaction? And if you do that strategically, I'm not going to get into that now, but if you do that strategically, I know that you can increase that opportunity more often than not. Very, very important thing to think about, especially when it comes to a high payoff activity in your business. The next thing is obviously the big word out there, which is prospecting. Okay, In order to get all of these other things, you guys, we must all prospect. We have to find people that want to buy or that want to sell. And we, in order to get to that outcome, that's the only way to do it. I wish there was a simpler terminology to use, but we have to prospect, okay? It's obvious that we can go out there and do work that's online to get business coming in, or we can go offline and be more proactive in our approach to finding people. Prospecting, however, is a high payoff activity. I know it's not easy. I know it can be boring at times. I know it can be a challenge. I know there's a ton of rejection that can come your way because... It's just the nature of the beast. However, it's one of the more valuable uses of your time when it comes to investing in your business. Okay, I want you to keep that. It's an investment in your business. It's not a cost and you're not spending money here and you're not spending time wasting it by prospecting. If you focus on that outcome that you want and you say prospecting is going to lead me to that end, then you're going to take a value of it. And you're going to see, guys, when you start doing it more consistently, working this morning routine and working that process, you're going to see an incredible payoff for you in the end. Okay. Once we've prospected, okay, the next thing that we want to do is pre-qualify the people that we're going to be working with. Okay, so if before when you prospect, you get a lead, it's obvious that you want to qualify them out. And you have to qualify them out in a very, very specific and structured way. It just can't be arbitrary. You can't just ask a couple of questions and, and hope that they're going to give you an answer to solve their problem. It's not the way it works. Okay, sometimes it does. I'm not going to say it never works, but at the end of the day, we want to be more in control of our outcome. And if I can qualify, if you can qualify people at the deepest levels, at the very deepest levels, it's pure consultative conversation with somebody on that phone or face-to-face, -face, however you're doing it, all right, it's going to then set you up for the greater success of getting a contract signed when you're in front of these folks, period. If you miss anything on that level, if you miss any qualifying questions, such as how much do you think you want to sell your house for, or how much do you owe on your house, if you miss any of those questions, or have you thought about selling the house on your own? A very important question that a lot of people just don't want to ask that particular question. But you got to ask it today, especially because everybody's got access to the discount brokers, to the for sale by owner thought mentality. So we've got to ask the very deepest qualifying questions because, guys, we want to be fully prepared when we walk into a presentation to answer and solve the seller's or and or the buyer's problems and make that happen. So qualifying is a high payoff activity. Make sure that you keep that in mind. Now, I'm going to quickly, and you can come back and listen to this, I'm going to quickly go through the poor activities, the poor quality, low-end, low-payoff activities. 
Don't question it. Don't judge it because you might say, well, I need to do that. Well, yeah, you need to do it, but you need to do it in a specific order at a specific time. So the very first thing is doing administrative work on transactions in process. Give it to a transaction coordinator. I have nothing more to say about that. <laughs> okay. Take your transactions out of your hands and give them to somebody else to manage and work for you. And you just oversee the process to make sure that it's working uh, for you. Attending closings. Now, this is a big question a lot of people have. Do I need to go? I, I want to go to all my closings. Okay. You might need to attend some of your closings because of certain circumstances or negotiations that need to be handled or issues that may have come up. But guys, listen, you can send somebody to go to a, a closing. Like I have my title company and my title agent, she goes to closings and she's a representative of me. And she speaks my language. She talks my language. She talks about how great I am, all of those things. And you can do the same exact thing and you never have to be in attendance. Sir, you can be a cold phone call away, be on speaker if you need to be, but you don't need to be there. People just want to get in. There's only a few documents they have to sign anyway, and they want to get out of there. You're not losing any face, and you're not losing the value of being a representative and to get your check and all of those fancy things. Get out of that mode because you're gonna, if you go to a closing, you've got to figure it's going to be an hour to two hours of time. Write that down. Two hours of time minimally to drive, to be there, to drive back, etc. that's going to spend your time there make sure that you work on getting away from attending closings whenever you can. Meetings with staff and training your staff on specific things related to title, mortgage, insurance, things like that. Here's a suggestion. Get your insurance guy or gal to train. Get your title insurance guy or gal to train. Get your inspectors to train. Get your appraisers to train. All of your staff. You don't need to be doing that. You can give them some bullet points, but you don't need to be spending time in doing seminars and let's sit down for two hours. And let's talk about the title process and all that crap. You don't need to do that. Let your vendors do their job. That's what they're getting paid to do. It's a low payoff activity for you to be involved in because on the other side, you could be finding high payoff activities and putting money in your pocket versus teaching all of this uh, process. Number four is, is following up with buyer leads that are not qualified. Okay, now there's two thoughts to this, especially today about nurturing people. And I'm going to go over, guys, just a few minutes. So if you want to hang on, great. If you don't, I'm going to still be talking here because this is very important. But following up on buyer leads that are not qualified, especially guys today when we're investing money or looking for ways to bring buyers into our pool of opportunity, we will spend a tremendous amount of time focusing on those buyer leads that are not going to really do much. There's a handful of them that probably will. But at the end of the day, we don't want to spend too much time in that arena. And the reason primarily we're doing it, and I'm going to go back to the very first thing I said here today, is that we're in a creative avoidance behavior. Guys, it's easier to get buyers. It's easier to talk to buyers than it is easier to work to get sellers. And that's just a fact of life. And I get that. However, you got to make sure that you're not investing Bunches, bunches and hours and hours of time trying to grab these buyers to pull them in so you can drive them around for another four or five hours and try to get them into a home. All right. Just be careful with that. Keep your eye on that ball and make sure that if, again, you're going to work with buyer leads, that they're fully qualified and they book a consultation with you. If there's no consultation, there's no listings, there's no drip campaigns, there's no, I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff and all that crap. Get out of that mode and get them in or get rid of them. That's the deal there, okay? The next thing I want you to write down is a poor activity 
poor payoff, low payoff activity is spending a bunch of time creating various marketing pieces. Okay, guys, most of our companies today have all of this stuff prepared. All you need to do is dump your name in there and send it out. Because at the end of the day, when you send out any kind of marketing material is when a client in marketing, when a person sees what you have to offer, if there's a high level of motivation and there's something that's on that marketing material that's going to trigger that motivation, they're going to pick up the phone and they're going to react and call you up. It doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, I have a good friend of mine. He sends out these yellow postcards and he does it for his investing business and they're crappy looking and he gets more business than all these fancy glossy stuff. Because what happens is, do you need to sell? Are you desperate? Are you in foreclosure? And this is just a handwritten yellow coat, uh, notepad, uh, card that he sends out to people and he gets a boatload of people responding to that because of what it says on the card. It's not the card itself. The card looks crappy. It's not fancy, but I'm telling you, don't spend your time on wasting your time on a lot of marketing material. You can also delegate that stuff out as well. Okay. And then the next thing that we want to write down is spending your day throughout the day, chit-chatting with other people that are not producing income for you or with you, okay? You need to be investing time with people together in a space that you guys are doing your jobs together towards your own goals, meaning that you're going to spend your time talking to people. You're going to collaborate with your peers in your office. Hey, I'm working on this deal. How do you think I get it closed? I'm trying to set this appointment. What do you think I could say? Those are high payoff conversations. But the chit chat and, and going to a long, these long meetings that these brokers put on, it's incredible waste of time. I mean, there's some high value in them, but it's, you know, you just got to make sure that you're spending time where it's very, very useful. All right. And then the last thing is you have to ask yourself, guys, where are you spending your time? And I would suggest a simple exercise. I mentioned this a while back in one of my calls. I don't exactly remember where, but make a, when you make your schedule, Write down everything that, and do this for a couple of weeks, write down everything that you are going to do, and then make a note of everything that you did as it relates to what you wrote down, what your plans were. And at the end of that two weeks, you evaluate and say, oh my gosh, look at where I spent my time, okay? And this will give you an eye-opening experience that could change the direction of your business. So guys, focus on high payoff activities, and these low payoff activities either spend very, put them in a specific time frame, and most of the time you can delegate most of these things out so that way you can be really, really productive and make all the money that you want and really have a wonderful and flowing and nice business for yourself. So that's all I got to say today, guys. Go out and make it happen. Work on your business plans. Other recordings, this one, realprofitbuilders.com. I'm glad you're here today. Go out and make it a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.